Welcome to the Whole Point Podcast, all about guest conversations and our personal thoughts about big ideas that will elevate your life and change your mind. We're talking about how to bring them into your business, your family, and your real life, and what that looks like day to day on any random Tuesday. I'm Christy Bartelt, a wise mentor helping women confidently love themselves and change their lives and their minds. I'm Serena Talbot, and I'm passionate about helping people heal and accomplish their goals so that people can move forward with the life they are created to live. Thanks for joining us. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. Today, we are talking about the fact that when you're anxious, it's not wrong. And we're pretty excited about that because um, as two people who never identified as anxious people who discovered in the course of healing themselves, they've been dealing with some major anxiety their entire lives. um, We feel well-educated to talk on this point (laughs) from a personal experience level. Yeah. It's been interesting because I use the word anxiety when I talk about what I do and how I help people, I help people who are anxious. And like when I first worked with RTT, when I first started healing, like I didn't say I was anxious. I said I was angry and burned out and frustrated and not being authentic. And I was scared and, you know, that kind of thing. But I didn't, I was like, I'm not anxious. I'm fine. Because I had been feeling that way my whole life. Like to me, there was not like anxious or not anxious. There was like, this is just how I am. It's just me. Like, I didn't know it was anxiety. I thought it was just me until the day later on that I felt not anxious after I began the healing journey. It was after a RTT rapid transformational hypnotherapy session and listening to the recording. And then I was like, holy crap, what is this world? (laughs) of Like not feeling like I shouldn't be here and I don't belong and people don't want to hear what I have to say. And I'm stupid. And like, right. That was just the normal running thing in my head, beating myself up. And then the the day that I was like, Oh, it was this huge awareness of like, I, Oh, I can like myself. Oh my God. I can be nice to myself in my head. Some (laughs) calm and peace and lovingness started that I was like, Oh, I guess I guess that's anxiety, like how I've lived my whole life. I guess that's what you call it, but I had no idea. I, so I have this theory, underground theory that like everyone is anxious. They just don't know it. And it's only to degrees because my understanding of like my experience with anxiety is very similar to yours. Like, oh, this is just who I am. Like, I'm just a human that operates at such and such level. But when I first started experiencing these changes first through meditation and then through hypnosis, which was really kind of like the doors blew wide open. If you've ever driven somewhere and you're like driving and you're listening to a song that you love, and then all of a sudden it starts coming in clearer and you're like, Oh my God, I didn't even realize there was so much static. Like you get to like closer to a city or something. And you're like, this song sounds even better. Like it's amazing. You were enjoying it before. And you didn't even recognize all the static that was interfering with the amount you could further enjoy it. That's what it felt like to me, like tuning the dial in a little bit more clearly, seeing myself differently, like, oh, all of those nervous feelings when you're around people, that's actually not you. That was you worrying that there was something wrong with you. And now you know there's not. And so you can feel better. It can be clearer. If I had a room of eight people, and it was really interesting because I was in this book study um, and it was for parents with 
kids that had experienced trauma. So I did this Sunday mornings and there were like eight people. I was assuming in each of their heads because I was thinking that what I was thinking they were thinking is what they were thinking that, oh, why is she still talking? Oh my gosh, she's talking again. You know, oh my gosh, that was really stupid. And when that went away, like you're saying that static, like all that effort and energy I was using to try to like be fake psychic and like think what they were all thinking. And I would even call and apologize. Sometimes if I said something, I would beat myself up totally ashamed. Like, oh my God, I shouldn't have said that. Or that offended somebody thinking that they were all these really mean humans in this room, Mm -hmm. which they were not at all. And I would call sometimes and be like, oh, I'm so sorry. I said that. And literally this happened. The woman was like, I don't really know what you're talking about. Like, I appreciate this call, but I have no idea what you're talking Mm -hmm. about because in my head, it was so real. It's crazy. It's crazy. I feel like (laughs) that we could change the entire title of this podcast to, are you anxious or are you fake psychic? Oh, wait, it's the same thing. (laughs) (laughs) Are you fake psychic? Are you abusive to yourself in your head? Do you not like being by yourself in your head? Because it's not fun. (laughs) Right. Oh my God. I I hated being alone because like meditating torture, because when you sat me by myself, I would just, I was mean to myself. Like it was not fun because I'd be like, oh, you did that stupid. I can't believe you did that. And oh my gosh, they think this of you. Oh, the movie, the movie projector in the mind, replaying everything you've ever done and all the words you've ever said for the last like 24 hours. And then being like, oh my God, who who does that? The good ones. The good ones were not on that projector. No. (laughs) Well, I think because I don't know about you, but I didn't see any of them as good ones. Mm-mm. I could take the best interaction where everyone yeah. had, had the best time and be like, wow, that was really dumb that you stood up and used the bathroom right at that moment. There was, you know, there was something really important happening and you didn't even notice it. I would just yeah. find well, the I thing. The quiz. I took the quiz in the book, learned optimism. There's a quiz. Like how optimistic are you? And I was like, and I've talked about this, I know before in the podcast, but I was like, oh, I think I'm pretty good. Like, I think I'm a pretty optimistic person. And the whole premise of the book is when good things happen, do you believe they're a fluke? And it wasn't something that you did. And when bad things happen, do you think, yep, I did this. This, Of course, this is happening to me. And so I filled out the questions and it was like, you are severely pessimistic and could use therapy. Like that was an actual, like in the in the description part, like this is really, this is really pessimistic. I had zero idea. You, you're swimming in it. Mm. Like, I just thought, well, doesn't everybody think they're really dumb if they don't say everything perfect? Doesn't everybody think, oh, that compliment, that's a fluke, you know, like, oh, I didn't deserve that. That was just a freak accident. I did something good. Yeah. I have no idea why. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll see what or, happens tomorrow. Never. Or again. You think I'm good. You're just delusional. Like, yes, yes, yes. I fooled you. I always thought I was fooling people. Oh, I fooled them, which feels nice today. But when they find out dun, 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 like then I things will really Travis this, like, he's like, Oh, you're beautiful. And I love you. And you do such a good job. And I'm so proud of you. I'm like, you're legally bound to do that because you're married to me. Like, can <laughs> you get more pessimistic than that? Dismiss all the goodness. Now I soak it in. But I still, once in a while, I'll be like, yeah, whatever. You're full of crap. Worrying, like having a worry is a normal human thing. It's just how high it's turned up is whether you are basically. Have you seen Spinal Tap? No. It's like a 
it's a like mockumentary of a of a band. So they have the amplifier and it's 10 and then it's 11, like the most you could ever go. And that's just what I thought of. Like mine was at 11. Oh, for sure. And that's so when you experience that, and even me, when I came to understand that that had been like my entire life had been this kind of like anxious energy that was exhausting, by the way. Oh my gosh. I'm trying to think what everybody's thinking. That's a job. Oh, you shouldn't have to do anything else. That should be your only (laughs) job. You shouldn't be required to prepare meals or drive (laughs) anywhere because it's that all consuming. When you start turning that dial and you get more clarity, actually what happens is you don't ever want to be anxious again. Mm-hmm. You're like, fine, I'm, I can get rid of some of it. I'm going to get rid of all of it. At least that's where I was at for a while. Well, I say if you become like allergic to it, you're like, <laughs> never again. Cause sometimes I had this in my own life. And then I've had clients with this, like we get like in this awesome space. You're like, there's a magical world where I can love myself. Mm -hmm. And then something happens and you do have an anxious response. You're like, oh, maybe it's not working. And then you like freak out. There must be something wrong with me. I must need to do hundreds of hours of more work or something like that. And Hey, sometimes there is stuff like fears and phobias that show up that you're like, yeah, we got to get rid of this. This is like crazy. And other times, guess what? Being anxious isn't wrong. It's normal. It's a normal part of life. And that is such a wise thing that I've learned. Like Mm -hmm. there actually is a normal amount of anxiety. It's important to know that. I say it's like rain. It's going to rain sometimes. And that doesn't mean your life is terrible. And it doesn't mean everything's awful. And it doesn't mean you're failing. But sometimes it rains. If you're living, you know, in a tornado or a hurricane, like Christy and I were right, right. that's where you need some help, <laughs> but some anxiety is normal. Some anxiety is helpful. It's designed four times when you are moving, when you're changing a job, if you're going through relationship loss, if you are, if someone has passed away, like if you're learning a new skill, if you're putting you're meeting yourself a out new there, person, yes, like, reaching a new financial goal, like sometimes we get under the idea because it's so heavy and it's so hurtful when it's all consuming that we want it to go away entirely. And so we wanted to share, or I'll share where it's still in my life because I help people do this all the time. I work on myself all the time and just like it rains, right? Like it's still going to rain, maybe less in Arizona. Like maybe not in the desert. Maybe it's not a good example there, but like if you're fine with rain, if you're like, oh yeah, that's great. Like this is really normal. Get an umbrella, get a raincoat. Then you're just fine. And you don't have to attach all that meaning to it. And you're also not searching for this holy grail of heavenly, no rain life right. and then beating yourself up anytime you have Experience it. Experience it. Yeah. Yeah. For me, it's just, I just want to share. It's like, I think it's a good example, but like lately (laughs) in the last six months, I have been putting myself out there more in different situations and like my chest will get red and my face will get red. And I was like, what's wrong with me? That happened when I was like in third and fourth grade, my Mm -hmm. face would get red and then it didn't happen for years, but I'm putting myself, like I've been on a TV a couple of times and it happened and it was short. And I don't even know if anybody else noticed. You can't tell on the camera, thankfully, but I saw it 
And I was like, what's wrong? And, you know, I did try to fix it and I am, you know, that's my goal, but it doesn't have to mean I'm screwing up. It, it means, oh my God, I'm on TV. Like that's pretty cool. (laughs) Well, it makes me actually think about, so when you're having like a passionate moment with your person and like, you're really turned on, like arousal actually shows up in that same way. Oh Lord right? Jesus. That's what I'm my head when I'm like <laughs> in the situations now, I'm going to be like, Oh my God. So basically when Serena's on TV, she's incredibly aroused. Everyone is basically <laughs> what I'm saying, <laughs> which to be honest, I'm going to actually stand on that. You can push back on it. You don't, you don't have to take it as your truth, but I think there is something that's incredibly arousing when there's something new like that. Like, wow, I'm on television. Well, it's wow. vulnerable. I mean, you could, I could go with that, that it's, that it's vulnerable, that I'm, that I'm putting myself out there, that I'm saying things. So, you know, you're saying things. And when I say things in front of you, even though we're, even though this podcast goes to people, like lots of people, like I just feel really safe because it's you. Because you know, we're just you like know, the two of us. Just talking. Talking. <laughs> um, but I know that other people are going to, listen to it. I just can't see them. And so this Mm -hmm. idea, you know, when it, when you're on camera, even though you can't see all the people it's in your brain. And I could, I could, um, a few weeks ago, they were on zoom. So I could see like all the faces on zoom and, but it's new. It's different. It's a next level. That's the other time that it's really, really normal for anxiety to come. And, and again, like this isn't crippling. So here's the difference from this. And in my past, in my past, I would never go on TV. I would say, no, I would back out. I would make an excuse. I wouldn't show up. So that's the difference. You're showing up and afraid, right? And that's the definition of courage is doing it afraid. So now instead of having anxiety, stop me and, and shrink my life and make me say no to things and not show up and not talk to anybody. I do things afraid with the anxiety because it is less, it's small enough that I can do that. In well, the past, and I guarantee you're I not being mean to yourself about it in your head. Like you might be like, gosh, I wish that didn't happen, but you're not saying like right. in that old lifestyle where we, Oh my just, gosh, that's such a good point. Yeah. And now I'm like, it's okay. They probably didn't notice. It's okay. That you it's that. normal to feel <laughs> anxious normal. when you're on television. Like <laughs> this is okay. Super and normal. I'm getting been, used to this. It's also been this idea of, okay, are my hormones okay? Because I just turned 40. Like, is it something else? And I talk to people about it, which in the past, so much shame. I would never talk to people look about it. Look at you it. connecting. Look at you I out know, there And I'm sharing here. Like that yeah. was, so this is the difference, right? There's this, there's normal fear. There's yeah. normal fear. You're putting yourself out there. You're doing something new. You, there's change happening. All of that is like normal anxiety process in our body. Just like if you get punched, it hurts or you cry. It's the difference. Like Christy was saying in that, how extreme is it? Is it stopping you from living the life you want to live or is it? And how are you interacting with yourself about the anxiety? I really find a lot of the skills that you and I work with, with our clients, where we instill them in hypnosis and also through the mentoring and coaching we do. Yeah is self-love and compassion, like at the root of progress. And so there's an inner experience that you have in hypnosis, particularly when we do inner child work with our clients that allows this new expanded capacity for self-compassion, which is probably part of the new interaction that you have and me, that's what clears the static out for me. 
Like I can tune right back in to life and the beauty of it when I have normal anxiety because I do not make it quote unquote worse. I don't make myself more anxious by making myself wrong for it. So we're here to actually invite you that anxiety isn't wrong. That some level of feeling anxious or we'll call it aroused is actually a part of life. It's a normal part of life. It's just whether it's stopping you or whether it's just a, huh, interesting. Am I just in the new stages, new beginnings of things? Like, is this just a normal place to feel anxious? Mm -hmm. Or is there something deeper going on here that I really should kind of like take a peek at or allow myself more self-compassion around or let, is there something to be let go of around the anxiety? Yeah. Yeah. That's why I was, I think it's really important for experts in helping people release anxiety to talk about this because when you do experience it, and then if you piled on that shame, oh, other people aren't dealing with this. And if I was really healed, I wouldn't deal with it. Then that makes the whole experience way worse and lasts way longer. So the goal is to be as curious as you can about it. Mm -hmm. And even if you do beat yourself up to then move past that. And for me, 100% do not stop. Do not stop with your goal, your vision, your dream, the relationship goals that you have, the relationship with your kids that you want to have. That's the purpose is yes, sometimes you'll be afraid and that's okay. Well, and honestly, it's all about like healthy coping, right? Like we're Mm -hmm. humans, we have to have healthy ways to cope. So a lot of what my anxiety would create was unhealthy responses that were designed to help me try to cope with it. So over resting. So not being able to like function, having to nap a lot, like really, cause it was wearing my body out. And so now I have different coping strategies. Do I get anxious? Yeah. I actually share this with my clients all the time when people have like anxiety that just pops up out of the blue. Sometimes I can picture myself. I was driving in the car with my kids and all of a sudden, like my mind is like, let me show you what it would look like if you crashed and everyone (laughs) died. I'm like, well, thank you mind. I appreciate you like doing gloom right here in this moment. But I have a new, I have a coping mechanism now. I do not spiral. I notice and then I reinstall safety. Totally different experience. (laughs) I am not wrong for having the anxious thought. The thought just shows up. And I'm not going to fight it. I'm not going to be mad that it shows up. I'm literally just going to be like, okay, what's my next best choice here? Well, it's actually going to be picturing and noticing how safe I am in my car, that I'm in control of the car. And then I also like to draw myself a little circle bubble of safety around my car or an airplane. If I'm in that, or if I'm walking down the street or my kids are riding their bikes, I just draw a little bubble of protection around them. Because in that moment, I want to remember that if something happens, I'll deal with it. I can handle it, but right now I'm actually safe. So the anxieties show up. It's how I interact with them. It's normal to have them. And it's even more beautiful to have these gorgeous coping skills that actually help me where in the past, my coping skills were draining my energy right out of my body. Yeah. Would you go home? Yeah. You think about the car crash and then you think and think and think about it more. And then you overthink, really do I need, what kind of car do I drive? Do I have enough airbags in the car? The seatbelts yet. Yeah. And I'm not saying don't do your due diligence when you buy a car, like, yeah, get the airbags and the seatbelts. But if it's like Tuesday afternoon and you're driving home from school and you think you need to go home and research a new vehicle, like <laughs> you're probably, or that you can't buy a new car because the one you have now is so safe and you know how to drive it your anxiety is not in a 
you're not in a healthy relationship with it. It's, yeah, it's, it's abnormally depleting you. Yeah. It's turned up too high. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing when I'm doing with this, my face might turn red. I have um, an event that I'm speaking at. I'm super excited. Mel Robbins yes, is share it with us. What's the event, Serena? It's the idea collective retreat for small business owners. And I'm, I'm just, I'm on a panel and I won't say just, but I'm on a panel. So I won't be up on stage alone. I'm comfortable doing that. I've spoken on stages um, in the past, but Mel Robbins is going to be there over zoom and Jesse Cole, who owns the Savannah Bananas. I think you would like him, Christy. They took this baseball Well, like team. anybody who's named something the Savannah Bananas. Like yeah, and right he wears like all yellow and he's fabulous. But oh. apparently the Savannah baseball team, he, I, I believe he named it the Bananas. Maybe it was that before him. But they didn't have anybody showing up to games. And so he did all this crazy, fun, amazing marketing stuff. And now they're full- and that's sold out at every game. So he's going to be talking about that. And then Mel Robbins is talking about her high five habit, which is fantastic and amazing. And it's in uh, the first weekend in November, the fifth through the seventh. So I'm going to be on the panel and it'll, there'll be cameras, you know, recording and I may turn red. I don't want to, and I'm going to, you know, visualize not doing that and all that kind of stuff, but I'm giving myself permission that it's going to be okay. I'm going to share one of my very good mindset coaches and friends is running the panel and I'm going to talk to her about it like some other time, you know, one-on-one and I know she'll encourage me and I'm just going to be okay. The other so thing, like, was, shall I text you? Like, are you aroused currently <laughs> or should I hold back on that? <laughs> you should wait till the end of that day, but I'm going to be thinking of that, whether I want to or not. Thank you very much. Um, but it was really freeing to be honest, because I'm going to be at this event with Mel Robbins. I've been listening. She has like a high five habit challenge and I'm going to read That's the her book. new book, right? The high five yeah. habit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you would love it, Christy. It's I have it on audible. I haven't started it yet. Yes. It's about self-talk, like being the key, mm. which is you are totally passionate about. Um, and she talked about how, when she did her first Ted talk, like she was red, you just couldn't tell. Thank God. You can't really tell on camera, Yeah, <laughs> but she was super nervous. And like at the end of it, she's like, that was horrible. I never want to do that again. But when we share that, it just gave me permission. Like, oh, it's okay. It's okay to be human. Yay. Thank you. It's okay to be human. It's okay to be a mindset coach and help people deal with anxiety and be a human that might get anxious sometimes a hell of a lot less than I ever used to. I'm kind in my head. It's normal. And I'm doing something new. I said, yes, I'm showing up. I'm doing something in a, in a bigger way, which is what I'm always going to do. And then hopefully, you know, the next time it's like double the people and I'm mm-hmm. facing the same thing and, you know, I'll work on this and maybe keep you posted if I figure out a trick, but I have permission that it's okay. And I hate it that it's red. I would much rather like my big toes. You know, I want to tell you that to love it. I want to tell you to love it. <laughs> yeah. love, it. love it. Not hate it. It's just so important to talk about that. Yes. You can get tons of freedom. You can turn that dial from 11 to five, you can have an amazing life. You can have the relationships you want, the business that you want, the life that you want, but it's never going to go to zero and that's okay. Right. Well, you'll, and I have moments of what I would consider absolute zero. Like, that's just like, I feel wonderful and lovely. Yes. Which was also, I had zero of those before. Right. Yeah. 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 Well, my inner, just the way I talk to myself, 
And honestly, I would have never, ever labeled myself like negative or pessimistic. I'm sure other people who, you know, <laughs> depending on interactions over time would yeah. be like, oh, I don't know, Christy. But it wasn't until I kind of saw it from a different perspective. It really was the love, like becoming a loving parent to myself was like a huge shift for me. Cause I'm like, I don't know. There's that saying, like the person you're going to spend the most time with in your life is you. How are you like, do you want to be with you? Right. And I used to think about that as the person that I thought I was, do I want to be with that person? And that's not what it means. It's like, do you want to be with that voice in your head constantly? Like, are you selecting that or would you select something else? So now I can actually have moments of peace. And also if I feel anxious at a different time, I'm like, okay, all right. Like, welcome to being human, Christy. Like it's normal. That doesn't mean it's comfortable. It just means it's normal. Mm -hmm. And I don't make it a bigger deal than it needs to be. And that's actually harder than it sounds when you've never done it before. So I'm hella proud of myself and you too, Serena. I'm very proud of you. And I'm so excited that you're on this panel. They're so lucky to have you. Mm, yeah, I'm super excited about it. And and honestly, I'm not thinking what I would have done in the past is overthink like, oh my God, and it's going to be like this and they're going to think this and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, oh, my face might turn red. It'll probably be short period of time and I'll be fine. Um, and then focusing on, you know, it's an interesting thing because then it can focus you on what am I giving? How am I serving? How am I, who, who am I going to impact? Who the real you, know, what, you. Do, what do I need to say? Yeah. Right. The real purpose of this stuff. It's you're not so inward obsessed. I used to be like, I couldn't, mm -hmm. you're saying it's so exhausting and I couldn't like, I couldn't think about, and, and I'm going to use the word care for other people and, and love other people the way that I can now, because I was so focused on myself mm -hmm. and, and, my own experience and how scary it was for me. So I love that. I love that ability now that I can connect with people and that I can um, give and serve. And like, I am who I want to be so much more in the way that I want to in life. And I don't have to let these things stop me or turn me totally inward where it's just awkward for people around me, <laughs> you know, <laughs> which I used to totally do. I laugh because often you and I both encouraging people with like love, self-love and self-compassion and people can, I don't know about you, but I get a lot of clients like, oh my gosh, well, what if I become really selfish? Mm. And it's funny because I was way more selfish when I was worried about what everyone else was doing, thinking, saying, than when I was just like, I love me and I get to be all of me. So for me, self-love is actually the most selfless experience because it allows me more energy to give towards other people because I take back all that time. I was, you know, basically, I don't know, policing myself in a way that was not helpful to them. Well, and being it, the word policing is so good because you're protecting it's self-protection yeah. and that we all want to raise our vibration. We all want to attract the life that we want and the love we want and the abundance we want. And that's how you do it. You're exactly. literally giving yourself the energy that you need because you're not sucking it all into the abyss of like, what's everybody oh, thinking? And I'm so terrible. So you, well, you automatically have more energy. Yeah. And all of this isn't because I was a bad person. It was because of what happened to me when yes. I was a kid. 
Yes. And it's the same with other people. Like anxiety doesn't make you a bad person. It's just a reflection of something that's happened to you in your life. Mm -hmm. And so I guess. And having it, having it up at 10 or 11 served you. Serves hundred percent a little and and maybe there are situations where you're in where you're not being taken care of. It's mm-hmm. fantastic to have that high alert be there or or some situation where you got got hurt. It's fantastic to have that there. But as you get older and you want to live this life with the energy that you want and the accomplishments that you want, the relationships you want, you gotta learn how to turn it down. And that's why burnout can be a good thing. <laughs> was for me. It's fantastic. I cried a lot and I didn't think it was fantastic at the time. Mm-hmm. And but for it me, was. it was with my kids and I got burned out with my two little babies and I slept a lot and rested. You know why? Cause I needed to, you needed it. Yeah. I did. Okay. So there you go, everyone. Thank you for listening today. When you're anxious, it's not wrong. Let yourself have permission to be anxious. And do you get red? Am I alone? Like, oh, honey, I am like an albino. So my skin has two colors, very white or red. Can I put (laughs) enough makeup on maybe that you wouldn't see it without me looking like a plastic? I just, (laughs) I like to buy a shirt that comes like neck height. If I'm going to be, you know, no deep V's, if I'm going to be doing something that's out of my comfort zone, because for me, the flushing, I literally think of it as arousal. Thank you. I, yeah. I'm, that's going to be hard to get out of my brain. Yeah. Now envisioning, <laughs> there's a lot of visions in my mind now, but it is, it's like the, that's what's happening inside your body is your little capillaries are opening. They're allowing more blood flow in there. And so it like creates that flush. I'm not saying it needs to be permanent, but I'm just saying like, it's pretty normal. It's all good. Yeah. So if you have it, let me know in the comments. All right. Thank you for listening, everyone. Have a wonderful day. Thanks for listening. If you liked what you heard, please share it with your friends. Leave us a review. Subscribe so more people can find us. And if you want more information about me or Christy, there's a link to both of our websites in the show notes. And we'll see you next time. Bye.